is where business ideas and passions turn into profit. Napkin ideas are no longer tucked away in drawers, and women around the globe are turning their hobbies into million-dollar businesses. Welcome to Million Dollar Hobbies. Here's your host, world-renowned jewelry designer and Shop HQ celebrity, Victoria Wick. Welcome to another episode of the Million Dollar Hobbies podcast. If you haven't done so already, I would really love you to you know subscribe and share and just spread the word out because I am just so excited to be sharing this time with you every week. So without further ado, let's get into this week's topic. I want to talk about the topic of storytelling. It seems to be a really big topic out there right now. And I I'm just delighted that the topic of storytelling is actually something that's really taking off right now because I have been doing exactly that, uh, you know, telling stories, sharing my stories, my inspirations, and really mastering the art of storytelling for the last 24 years on TV. So let's talk about why storytelling is really important. Let me just ask you, so many of you who are right now, you own a business or you think about owning a business, or maybe you work for someone, You know, maybe you work for a large company. If you're going to be really successful in selling anything, including you know, really just making a great impression about yourself to somebody uh, for a job interview or anything else, the best way to do that would be to master the art of storytelling. Now, let's just think about what is storytelling. Storytelling is the oldest form of communication. Think about that. You know, I imagine, you know, maybe 2000 years ago, maybe even longer than that, you know, people really didn't have a way, they didn't have digital computers, they didn't have really even written books, they didn't have uh, anything. I mean, if you go back through human history, they communicated by really telling stories. And our history is really recorded by oral history of some sort. So it's a lot of stories. And I ask you, why is that? You know, there are just so many incidences. If you go back for, you know, 10,000 years, I'm sure people can remember, you know, there's a lot of things that are not written in books that we don't know anything about. I'll tell you why I would, you know, my theory is that stories are interesting. They could be very interesting. They could be compelling. They could make you cry. They could make you laugh. They could make you sad. I mean, all those things that move your emotions to a different place good or bad, really has to do with human stories. So I would say that most of us can remember incredible stories. Uh, We don't remember a lot of statistics or data, but we remember stories. So I'm not saying that data isn't important. I will get to the data point later on. Uh, In fact, I'll get to data about storytelling later on. So data is really important, but remember not to overwhelm people with data. You know, I actually quite a bit of uh, speaking engagements. Whenever I do speak, I usually have like a warm-up person or I'm usually not the first person to speak at an event. And it just saddens me when speakers get on uh, the podium you know, where everyone has done all the work and all they have to do is really shine and they get lost in statistics. You know, there's so many percentages and, you know, three out of five or, you know, whatever numbers that they have to quote. Those numbers mean nothing. Just remember that people don't, numbers are boring and stories are interesting. Remember this. Okay. So what is storytelling? I would say that Specifically, what is storytelling in terms of how you create a brand or how you create a company or how you create emotional enough of an emotional connection for you know millions of people to connect with you and fall in love with you, fall in love with your brand, your brand story? 
So, uh, and I just am so excited to get, get a deep dive into this. By the way, if you have not checked out my YouTube channel, the YouTube channel is also under the same name, Million Dollar Hobbies YouTube channel. I think it's called Million Dollar Hobbies with Victoria Wick. That I just want to be very specific on YouTube. I'm just starting that channel so that we can dedicate it to amazing episodes that we can, you know, I just want to, my vision is to create that whole thing into a sort of almost like a free mastermind class that you guys can, um, you know, join in because I'm. It's not just my story, but also a lot of other people's successful stories and what they've learned throughout their journey. So, like I said, so let's talk about stories. Stories could be very factual. You know, that would be sort of factual. History would be, you know, factual. Very, you know, all fact based. There are stories that are factual, but sort of uh, fictionalized with a character. You know, to emphasize a point. So that those would be stories based on true stories, which has been fictionalized. Then you have stories that are completely made up, totally fictional stories. So there are all these different kinds of stories and we remember each one of them. I would tell you that think about things that we remember, like what's your favorite movie that usually has to do with the story about a person. My personal favorite movies, I'm not going to pick one. And I have different reasons for it. Like Godfather, for example, I love that movie uh, for the music. I mean, I love the soundtrack. I'm actually really a big uh, music fan. Soundtrack from the movie. I also love how flawed a person is like uh, Michael Corleone, uh, the whole Corleone family. And even though they were so flawed, they, you want to kind of almost root for them because they, you know, among all the bad people, they were sort of like the ones that still had love and all the other stuff that's going on in their family. So think about the point I got, I digress in there, but the point is the iconic movies, the iconic songs, you know, the iconic, whatever, they all have to do with stories. So Let's try to now, obviously, this is a business show. So we're going to talk about how you tell stories artfully. So, you know, with the idea that you share enough stories to be memorable, but you also have to cause them to take action, right? So think about, you know, just think about some of your favorite, I just tell you, think about some of your favorite movies, some of your favorite books, and think about what made you remember those things. I mean, I love the story about Jane Eyre, James Mitchell's Hawaii, which is a fictional novel, you know, based on true facts about how Hawaii was formed and all that, but there are a lot of fictional characters in there. He does quite a bit of research on those too. So let's think about how stories, first of all, before you even get there, what stories storytelling will do for your business, okay? So number one, if you're a small to medium-sized businesses, your best bet in differentiating yourself versus all the big companies, all the big corporations, I mean, you know, if you were coming up with like a new kind of a spritzer, for example, you don't want to be competing with uh, Coca-Cola, Diet, Pepsi, you know, all those companies for ad budget. You're better off actually telling your story. The same thing with a lot of other small businesses because- you know, most of us, before we're business people, before we are a vice president of any company, we're consumers. And we are consumers of amazing stories. We're consumers of inspiration. So if you can generate that time after time, that's really great. So think about, for example, you know, I'm going to get into sort of like a systematic way of getting this done, but you should have a brand video. So recently I was approached by someone who wanted me to coach her for like a mastermind class. And I did not end up working with this person because I didn't feel like she could really benefit from me. She wasn't quite there yet to really waste the kind of money that she was going to have to pay for this particular mastermind. But, you know, when I was just kind of, uh, you know, 
probing her about her business, her brand, where she was going and what it, what it stood for to see if I could actually help her quickly. She told me that she had her brand story. It was all done. It was in her website, um, on her website in terms of a blog, sort of like a brand story it was about a three paragraph long, you know, sort of explaining a little bit about their brand. And I didn't see a story about that. I didn't see a story about uh, what, why she does what she does. I didn't see a story about the genesis of the company or what their mission was or how she committed she was, how committed she was to either the product line or to serving the customer. So I think those were like number one, two, three mistakes that you make when you have a website. You know, you want to have a compelling story. So if you can have a brand story that tells customers how you got started, who you are, and why you do what you do. And you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be lengthy. So for example, in my own brand story, so my daughter and I have a, a bridal millennial business, which is 100% uh, dedicated to conflict-free uh, stones. And many of you who don't know about conflict-free or the word conflict-free, just to give you a, a little backstory is that you know, a lot of your bigger stores will tell you that they guarantee it's conflict-free, but there is really no way anyone can really guarantee it's conflict-free if it's earth-mined, because, you know, a lot of the stones are like mined in Africa, it's cut in India, then it's polished somewhere else, then it comes, you know, all these stones get mixed up. There's no chain of custody for every single stone, every single, you know, diamonds that are like a, like a dot size. There's no way they could actually have chain of custody papers for every one of that. So she and I started a company to educate the, you know, a lot of the millennials who think that if they just get that piece of paper, they are getting something that's 100% conflict-free, which is not true. So in our brand story, we talk about how the mother, that's me, who has been in this business for 30 years and has seen the, the devastation, the destruction, and the, the confusion in, in, in terms of the consumer, what that does when you don't have clear uh, communication. So she and I have decided to change the world, at least our own world, you know, starting with our own little circle of friends, one uh, engagement ring at a time, and to bring awareness and also bring high quality uh, materials to their engagement process. And, um, and our whole mission is, you know, your love story is really unique to you. So why should you settle for something that some designer created to fit, I guess, I guess 10 million people out there? You know what I mean? So that's our bronze story. And we talk about you know, the mother's experience and, and the young girl's hopes and dreams, you know, kind of meshing together, coming up with a beautiful brand. So again, you know, and we have been covered uh, be with that story. We've been covered in, you know, a lot of the big companies like, you know, ABC, NBC, you know, a lot of the, uh, the affiliates have covered our story based on that. So I would say if you're going to talk about, you know, starting a company, start with your brand story, because that tells you a little bit about the personality, the genesis of your company, who you are, who you hope to serve. So you can do this. If you can do it with video, and I'll do a whole other uh, series of um, videos on how to do great videos, okay? But if you can, at least, you know, uh, write them down because you even if you do your video, you're going to want to text, you know, do a text version of that. And then secondly, again, clearly identify you who you hope to serve, so in that case, in my daughters and I, like our case, and that we have several brands, like I have a several different brand uh, altogether. You know, my core customers are 45 to 65 years old. Her customers are about 25 to 35 year old. Okay. So in, on her website, that clearly identifies who our customers are, you know, who we hope to serve, which is 
millennials who want to get educated, informed, make an informed decision. We don't judge anybody for buying an Earthmind diamond. We don't judge anybody for doing anything. But we just want to inform them of the choices that they have. So, and we hope to be one of the choices that they have. Okay. So, clear, clearly identify who you want to serve. And sometimes you could say who you don't want to serve or who you are not for. For example, if you're selling, you know, like an anti aging skincare, I have a lot of friends who actually are in that business because, you know, we're all aging and they've discovered some secret to anti aging. And so if you're selling anti-wrinkle, anti-aging products, you have no business selling it to the 20-year-olds. I mean, they're not aging yet. Their skincare routine is going to be very different than somebody who's already dealing with fine lines and wrinkles and everything else. So you might actually say something like, you know what, if you're 20 some years old, you know, we are not for you. Okay. Because a lot, and I tell you why you do that, because when you do that, you get credibility because- Having been a 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 year old woman in my life, I'm over that now. I know that my skincare routine changed when I was 20 to 30 to 40, all those times your skin, your body changes. So when somebody says, you know, hey, I'm not for you, you know, when you're 20, I know as a 60, over 60 year old woman, I know, for example, this company is serious about taking care of the people that are 45 to 65 years old. At the same time, the millennials, you know, you get a lot of authority just by being honest. So I think that that's, you know, really uh, amazing. Secondly, nail down your story, meaning that all of us have amazing stories. Okay. And I say that to you because you really do each person. You may not think you do, but you have amazing stories. You have amazing moments that shaped who you are, shaped who your company is shaped your vision for creating the company that you have. So, you know, a lot of times you're like, well, I have, I want to do this in one paragraph. You know, they tell me I could do it in three or four sentences, you know, something about my story. Well, I have this long old story that could take an hour or two about me. Well, you have to kind of pick and choose what's really important to your brand. So, for example, I could talk about the fact that, you know, I immigrated from South Korea. I could talk about the fact that I'm a mother. I could talk about, you know, a lot of different things. But really, when it comes to my own brand story, my story about, so my own jewelry brand, aside from my daughters and mine, so the Victoria Wick collection, which caters to the 45 to 65-year-old woman, that brand story, so we have two different websites for those. So, you know, that brand story talks about basically, you know, how I really help them understand, you know, making the, the incredibly beautiful style, stylish jewelry at affordable prices with their little artistic flair. And their artistic flair is very unusual because of my background. So I lived, um, you know, in South Korea until I was basically a, a teenager. And then I came to America where I had to embrace both cultures and honor both cultures. And, and, you know, so being a multicultural where East meets West, I have have a very different eye. So I kind of use that to my advantage. And so in my brand story, we talk about, you know, how I love history. I love, you know, other cultures. And I, you know, really am a curious person with an artistic flair. And I bring the, the best of all the world into amazing designs that they could buy at affordable prices. And also those pieces become heirloom pieces because they're very, very premium quality. So that's my brand story. And you can read like the exact wording on this because it's a very short story, but they're very, they're very effective. I can tell you that because I have built a $500 million business off of that kind of brand story. So 
it's very important you nail down the story that's relevant to your brand. And then the third thing I will tell you is if you can, like I said, I will do a series on video later on, um, how effective communication, effective communication on video, which is a little different than how you write. But if you can tell your story, tell it on video. Because when you say things on video, you collapse the number of words you need to um, you don't have to, uh, you know, if you're elegantly dressed and you're well-mannered and you are quiet and you are somebody who takes time, you know, you speak with a lot of authority, but you speak with, you know, you know, very slow pace uh, with a lot of patience, for example, you don't have to write those in words. I mean, people can check that. I mean, if you're hyper and you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm so excited to talk to you. And, you know, you're going wild and your branding is about that excitement, the, the millennial excitement and all that. That's great. You know, it fits perfectly. So video can do, you know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. So videos can do a lot more uh, with the same story and because they can also add context. They could add tone. They could add, you know, the pace, the, the speed, the delivery, all that. So I would say you should tune into that because that, the other thing too is if you're watch, if you're listening to me on uh, audio, like just an audio, make sure that you check out the video version of the video series later on because we'll teach you about lighting, the makeup, and, you know, how you address the audience and the whole thing. So storytelling, like I said, is, is something that you should master. And I also say, if you ever want to pitch, like, for example, like a TV station, or if you want to, you know, sell your things to a major department store, you know, maybe like Harrods London or Galleries Lafayette, you may not have a ton of volume from there, but you get, you get some really beautiful prestige and you, you get the global street cred pretty much right away because I've experienced that too. And you can do that by effective storytelling. Again, you know, you could, you know, storytelling is something that you should master. And if you're interested in learning about storytelling, come to my website because on my website, I will be, uh, you know, loading up a lot of those mini videos that you don't have to pay for. There, it's not going to be like a masterclass on its own. But if you're somebody who just need a little extra help or you want to, you're curious about this and you want to add a little extra pizzazz to your website or to all your branding pitches, by the way, they, they should all be around a story. So it could be around, you know, it could be now if you're uncomfortable telling your story, there's a back way around that. You could have other people tell your story. And so it could be, ideally, it could be your past customers, it could be your best friends or people that will be character witnesses to you, like maybe in a courtroom type thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, if you're starting out your company, it doesn't have to be about two, 2 million people that you've served. It could be about one person that, you know, who really got transformed based on what you do. That's really important as well. So for this particular episode, I hope that I've sort of opened your ears and eyes on storytelling, why that's important. And then in future videos, I will be sharing with you a deep dive on how to really master the art of storytelling. Because on TV, you know, when I'm on TV, uh, I'm going to be on Shop HQ as a, as a matter of fact, like July 9th, and then again on the 21st. I'm not sure when this is going to be uh, released, but we have to tell lots of stories. Every single design I do, I present on TV has a story, you know, where I was sitting, what, what I was inspired by, or, you know, a lot of times I'll do something, uh, you know, I love certain colors, for example, like, you know, blue and green, like a lot of designers don't use them. I happen to love those colors. And I talk about the story about 
how for me, the tranquility, the majesty of all the palm trees, the greeneries around the beach, which is very, very, you know, blue. So those colors naturally, mother nature created those colors to be almost like a perfect fit for me. And I use them very extensively in my collection. So again, that's a very small story, but it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people can actually relate to that. And, you know, when I go to Hawaii, for example, one of my favorite places in the world, you are surrounded by blue, blue, blue. You know, there's Blue Hawaii, that the song Elvis sang, uh, Blue Hawaii, Blue Ocean. It's so majestic and beautiful, but it's also surrounded by lush greens all over the place. So I happen to love you know, that's my dreamland. That's my heaven. So whenever I have certain pieces, especially like hibiscus or things like that, you know, designs around me, that transports me to emotionally a complete different place. So again, that's just one example of a simple storytelling that has been very effective for me. So I hope that this lesson has been very helpful. And even if you're, like I said, working for someone in your company, and you are, you know, doing a lot of sales presentations, try to incorporate at least one story the next time you faced with that task. Anyway, thank you so much for listening for this episode. And please come to my website, www.victoriawick.com, or you can go to milliondollarhobbies.com. Give us some comments. And also, if you can, please write a review. I'm not asking for a great review. I'm just asking for a very honest review so that we can continue to improve our shows. It could be as simple as, hey, I'm going to hear more about you know betrayals or self-improvement, or it could be about, hey, I didn't really love such and such episode. I want to hear less of that. It's okay. Like, You could give me a negative review, but I just want a review. Basically, I want to hear from you. So anyway, thank you so much. And until next time, please stay healthy and happy. And remember, happiness is a choice. And I hope you all make great choices as we move to the next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Million Dollar Hobbies, where we turn dreams into reality and passion into profit. According to ancient Chinese proverb, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Congratulations on taking that first step today. For more information on how Victoria can help you turn your hobby into a million dollars and to download Victoria's free ebook on passion-based business ideas, visit milliondollarhobbies.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player.